Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, with the episode, your regular Tuesday night episode of the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, still here with my big brother, Rich. Rich, you still doing good? Don't be shy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, man. We're having fun. Yeah. We're talking yeah. We're talking Steelers. The I, I don't know. I find having to talk all these personnel things and raw stuff man it, i enjoy talking about it but it's kind of whoo it, it it's a little stressful yeah it's yeah. not easy you know if you're sitting in a position where you're when you're dealing with people yeah and, and believe it or not that's what i do for a living i deal with people but it's still not always easy yeah and i mean i don't like saying that oh well Ray Ray McLeod isn't worth a restricted free agent tender because Ray Ray McLeod brought some value, especially early in the season. He got shaken a little bit there at times, but really had some great value for the Steelers. But the question is, I mean, do you really want to sign Ray Ray? I mean, think about this. If the Steelers don't bring back one of the guys on my list, um, you know, that, that rhymes with shoo shoo. Okay. If they don't bring him back, but they signed Ray Ray for the tender. He's the highest played paid receiver because yeah. he's getting the tender. Right. You know, and that's why I say yeah. that it's something that makes it tough to do. You're better off letting him hit um, unrestricted free agency and then see what you can get him for. So let's hit this list. We're going to go through these guys one by one, and we're going to go through alphabetically because. That's how I found the list, and that's how we're going to go through it. Now, I, I had an article today. Was it today? Yes, it was today. That was breaking down how this is a very 
interesting. You know, Steeler fans are very uneasy this offseason because we're in a situation we've never been in before. And I call it the the trifecta of doom. I should have said that in the article, but I didn't. And no, that, you didn't say that in the article, but that would, have been, that would have been a good line. That would have been. I just thought of it. I wish I would have thought of it when I was writing the article. So it's kind of the trifecta of doom. Okay, one, you've got coaching turnover. Not that that's a bad thing. That's a good thing in this case, but you still have it. Two, you have more uncertainty at the quarterback position this year than you've had in a long time. You're like, you know, last year was will how will Ben play? It was never a question of will, will you know, ben. is Ben good enough to still, you know, it was about the injury and everything there. Um, a few years ago, it was Ben hitting at retirement, where you're like, as long as Ben plays, we have Ben. But if Ben doesn't play, then it's one of those things. This year is kind of a combination of those things. Will he retire? And how well could he even come back and perform? Because um, although, remember, he had a fantastic year to start and it was kind of falling off, you know, and has been the right guy for what they want to do with the offense with the new coaches. That's a lot of good questions. So that was that was that was the second part of the trifecta of doom. And the third part was how many free agents the Steelers have, because I even look back and when Coach Tomlin came in in 2007, the Steelers did not have any, any significant free agent losses that year. They didn't even get a comp pick the following year because of stuff. So they didn't have significant free agent loss when you had a big turnover in coaches. So then let's look back at the big turnover in, in quarterback. When Ben came in in 2004, you even had new coaches. You had Wisenhunt coming in for the first year and, and some things like that. Once again, you didn't have the big free agent losses. No, no big name person that was gone and no compensatory draft picks the following year. So this is really the first year of coaching change. Might not change anything at the quarterback, but a lot of fans are now thinking it's time to change. And you got a lot of free agents. So any thoughts on that before we dive into this? No, uh, bring them at me. I'm yeah, ready. So say oh, this- wait, well, wait, no, I do have something. Okay. All right, people have to understand that as we start to look and talk about this, we have to go back that that you and I are having to think about this with what became our favorite saying last spring and summer. With what money? With what money? It's not that there's not money. No. You didn't have, if you're going to gain money, you're going to have to lose it another way. You know? Correct. Right. The question is, is like, do you want to extend somebody like a David DeCastro? Do you want to extend a Ben Roethlisberger or do you want to release him? You can find the money. Right. The question is, in what way? What's the trade-off to get it? Because so there there they can find a way. I know there will be some on this list that I will say, yes, they resign them if they can find the money. Yeah. So what I wanted to bring up in case we needed to look at it as all is what, let's say what these players were last year, if you know what I mean, Um, and and everything. So let's go ahead and hit the list. 10 starts last year. Tyson Aloalu. He's getting up there. He's, was he 32 or 33 now? He's, he's over 30. Um, Lots of years in the league. Last year he was, he was his base salary was only 2.75 million. That's how much he made last year for the Steelers. So the question is, 
He had, I think, his be the best season of his career playing nose tackle for the Steelers. Do you see if you can bring Alala back? If you can get a very team-friendly deal, yes. Yeah. So you're talking something like he would have, you know, the one million mil minimum salary and maybe a maybe a, a three or three or four million dollar, like a three million dollar signing bonus, which is already going to have him making more than what he what he made last year. And you know, and if you do it for two years, then that just yep. kicks into the next year half of the, you know, one and a half million, and then whatever his base would be that year. I could see a two year deal for him. It's okay. something like that. Is would you do it if he was getting a significant pay increase? No, no, because of his age more than anything. I thought he played great last year, so it's just just one of those things. So that's that was a good one. Okay, um, next one start. Unfortunately, Zach Banner. Zach Banner last year. Um, let's see. I got to find the injured reserve list. Um, uh, you don't even have to tell me. I already know what I want to say about Zach Banner. Yeah. I have a feeling Zach Banner comes back as a Steeler, does another one year prove it deal because he didn't get to do it last year. Yes. Uh, I have a feeling he comes back on a very, very Steeler friendly deal where he, he bets on himself because he is not going to demand big money out there because of the injury. Yeah. I mean, he played pretty good. He did, it was a great job earning the spot, you know, and he was ready to roll. It's really hard to gauge on not quite a one full game. He was 1.75 million last year. I could see that being around the same number, uh, maybe a little bit more since he since he did win the camp battle, but something like that that they're not going to have to pay like big veteran money. Um, yeah. And he did put on on his. Twitter account, best exit interview ever, which makes me kind of be like, hey, let's do this again next year. So, yeah. And and he's a young enough guy where he can go ahead and bet on himself for the yes. one year again. Yes, I like it. All right, you ready? Here's yep. someone that wouldn't have been an unrestricted free agent, but got signed back for a one-year deal. No starts, because he doesn't start. One punter Jordan Berry. You bringing Barry back? Probably not. Mm -hmm. You don't probably think not so? bringing him back. Yeah. So um, I'm offering him the minimum. That's what I yeah. said. I'll offer him the minimum. If he wants to go out and try to see if he can make more, he can. If not, go find a different minimum guy. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, he did well when he came back. So that's why I say offer him the minimum. Let him come to camp. Because guess what? If you end up not keeping him, um, unless you give him some signing bonus, it's not going to be much dead money to let him go. Um, but that's right. That, that's what I say. I, I like you, the minimum. Yeah, you give him the minimum and let him go because he was off the team for how many weeks? And, you know, it wasn't like anybody was saying, oh, hey, Jordan Berry, come punt for us. Yeah, exactly. So say, you come back, minimum, you're a guy again next year, and let's some other person at the minimum doesn't matter. All right. Yep. 11 starts. Played in more games. Some people are like, oh, that's all. Oh, he missed so much time. No, he didn't. But you got to remember when it comes to offense, it all depends on what formation they start in. Okay. James Conner. Okay. What do you do with James Conner for next year? Yeah. He's one of he he he's one of the toughest ones 
Mm-hmm. He's one that if the Steelers sign back, I think they're going to let him. He'll really get a chance to go out and really test the water. Yeah. And see if anybody wants him. And then uh, the, the Steelers will potentially have something together to say, hey, you know, here's what we can do. But, yeah. you know, go see what you but it, go see what you can get. If you can get more, you, you, you let him go. Yeah. You're not paying him much. No. You're not. You're going to say, hey, you know, so, sorry, but we just don't have the room. Well, we'd like to keep you around, but we, you know, you don't even want, you don't want to get it to where it's so bad that you give like the ultimate insulting deal like they did to Rod Woodson. But I mean, that wasn't after his rookie deal. I mean, right. the Steelers offered him something that was basically an embarrassment that was actually more insulting than it would have been to offer him nothing. Um, but you could, that's one of those guys that says, Hey, that's how it is. So well, it, chances are I don't see him back next year. You know, if the relationship's good with Connor, you almost say, Hey, we're going to let you go hit free agency. Yeah. If you want to go find a deal, you go find a deal. And then if you want to come back and say, Hey, yeah. I would play for you all for this deal or, maybe even a little less than whatever, then you could consider it. But other than that, you let him go. Yep. Um, like Ezra said, he said he was pretty much healthy this year. He got injured in week one and missed, you know, only had a few carries and got hurt. And it was just the COVID related stuff. I do believe. Yeah. You know, and I'm sorry. And like people, like we said with Stefan to who missed time with COVID, I'm not people are like, oh, they miss so much time injury. You, you I'm not, I'm I not count COVID. COVID nope. as, as missed time because of injury. You, you just can't do it. 2020 was just not one of those times to do it. Next, no starts, but your special teams captain, Jordan Dangerfield. Um, I have a feeling he's another one they'll try to get done, but they'll try to get him done on a pretty nice deal. Yep. Um, but if he really, you know unless some other team swoops in and just offers him maybe, you know, a chance to start somewhere, but I don't really see that happening either. Nope. Love what he brings to special teams. Love the knowledge that he has. He's a good teammate. Pay him the minimum. If he can, he can fill in in the secondary here and there a little bit, but I wouldn't want to rely on him as a full-time starter. Yep. But, but if anything else, you know, you offer him, you know, an extra, I don't know, $75,000 signing bonus or something like that, or, you know, a little bit, slightly more than the minimum if you have to. But um, um, that's the, you're not looking, if you bring him back, you're not looking to break the bank. The whole reason I brought up my article earlier that I had today was I said, I said this, I'm like, the Steelers can sign some of their free agents. They have to decide, do they want to sign a bunch of guys towards the bottom or do they want to sign several guys towards the top? Right. You know, and that's kind of what we're looking at right now. So very next one, Josh Dobbs. He's a, he's an unrestricted free agent. He's another one that's probably going to be the go see if anybody wants you. I think I have an answer for this one. Okay. They they do not sign Josh Dobbs. And when training camp rolls around, if nobody has him, then they bring him into camp. Bring him into camp. That's that's my opinion. That's not someone that you're going to see sign right now, but that's just kind of how it works. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Here, we might run out of time for the show for the next one. 11 starts. Alvin Bud Dupree. 
He's gone. I just don't see how they can afford him. I mean, the only way I see him coming back to Pittsburgh is if he goes out. Now, I'm going to say this with a disclaimer because I said this in the preview. I, my time's all messed up. A couple weeks ago, I said, if I was a free agent hitting the market this year, unless teams are wanting to give me the big signing bonus to take a, to make my salary cap hit very low this year, I might be tempted to only sign a one-year deal and wait for the salary cap to recover. Because these guys that are going out there and all these teams are dealing with the lower cap, it's going to drive these salaries down. They're just yeah. not going to be able to, to afford them. And the and like Bud would not be one of those guys, except for the injury. Except for the injury. That's what it's going to come down to. I could see the only way I see Bud Dupree back with the Steelers next year. Now I could be completely wrong, but I'm just saying if this is just me, is if he hits free agency. And because of the injury and the cap, he's not getting anywhere close to what he thinks he would. And then that's when they go back to the Steelers and say, hey, no, you can't offer me much now. We'll either sign sign the deal that's very low now and pays me more later, or I'll give you a very team-friendly one-year deal so I can go out and prove it again to everybody else. And then I can see if I can break the bank again. That's the only way I really see it going down. Yeah, I think, I, there's I, gotta I, be no market for him. I doubt I think it there goes, will be a market for him. I, I doubt it goes down that way, but that would be the only way. That would be the only way. <laughs> um that's that's my opinion. So that's why I don't think they're gonna have him anymore. Um, I know a lot of people talk about the defense and what happened after Bud Dupree went out. I think it was just a combination of familiarity because I mean Highsmith did not play bad at all. I thought he played fantastic, and he did exactly what we said. Come in, be the rotational guy, show the Steelers what you can do so that way they know if they move on from Dupree how high they would – if they would have to use another high draft pick on outside linebacker. If there's no Bud Dupree, are the Steelers using a high high draft pick on outside linebacker this year? No. not Same in my opinion. Although although my first mock draft Monday I did, I had I saw options, and one of them was, wasn't – these aren't my picks – I sometimes think it's funny just to put people out there that this is what other, you know, national talking head people think the Steelers are going to draft. Because sometimes I almost do it because I think it's funny. So I, I tried to do a more realistic one this week. It, it was an offensive lineman from Northern Iowa. Um, but now I kind of lost where I was going. So I think Highsmith did the job. Yeah. So I think the Steelers are okay if they don't have Dupree. Um, do I think Bud Dupree would make them better? Yeah, they would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no knock on Highsmith. I still think he oh. could get the job done. I'd much exactly. rather see the three of them rotate, you know, than to be, oh no, what are they going to do after that? Any last thoughts on Bud? No, I, I just really doubt he's in a Steeler uniform next year. Yeah. I just think other people are going to see too much value in him. Yep. So, um, if he doesn't come back, I hope he gets a monster deal and the Steelers get a good draft pick um, with the compensatory, which I have a compensatory article coming out tomorrow, updating for this coming year. So uh, keep your eye out for that. Unless breaking news pushes it all back. Um, next up, same position, J. Ron Elliott. Yeah, I, I, I doubt he's back. 
Um, I'm going to give the same answer as Dobbs. Yep. Anyone else wants to go sign him? They'll say, we'll sign, offer him the minimum if he wants to stay. If no one, if he doesn't take it, then you could always offer him the minimum in camp, like they did this year. He didn't even come into right. camp until partway through the year. Right. So that's what I think is going on there. That's easy. Move on. Here you go. Um, this is one of the, what is this? The third most starts out of anybody on this list. Oh yeah. He did miss some time. Did he? Why do I only have 13? Okay. Matt Filer. Yeah, he did. He did miss the time. Yes, he did. I forgot about that with he, when he was on IR. Ugh. Filer, Filer, Filer. He's the one, he, he's the one I really don't know about. Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. This is just yeah. much. This, I mean, it the Steelers like to go into the draft not having to draft anything. If that's their philosophy, then they try to get Filer back. I don't know that his play at guard this past season, like if you saw Jeffries in my vertex today, it had some stuff that talked about how Pouncey did much better playing next to Dotson than he did Filer. I don't know that Filer's a guy that you want to bring back. I mean – he, he second round tender last year it was what three point four four million. Do you even would you even want to pay him that much this year? No. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't that know I would. So, I think he's a guy that they're just going to have to let test the waters unless he comes to the Steelers and say I don't want to play anywhere else. You know, sure. I mean, you're not you're not even going to pay him what BJ Finney got. You know, Finney right. got on average uh, what was it four million. Eight million for two years is what he ended up getting. I I don't see them doing that. I mean, maybe you know, maybe you could offer him nine for three years. Maybe something. I mean, you could offer him something friendly like that to where it wouldn't cost much this year. I just don't know. I just don't know that they will. So I think we're that's a stumper for us, right? Yeah, just as much as I'd like to keep around, I'm just not sure that you're going to. Yeah, because in a perfect world, he's he's the guy that you just plug in at whatever spot you're weakest at, which is sad because two years ago, he's the you know, meaning 2019, he was dubbed their best lineman. So, yeah, so that's what yeah. it will come down to. Um, sticking with the offensive line, Gerald Hawkins, drafted by the Steelers, traded by the Steelers, signed off Houston's practice squad this season by the Steelers. Basically, extra tight end guy. Uh, I'm almost leaning towards the whole Dobbs and I agree. Off of the minimum, if they don't want to take it, see if they're around during training camp and are looking for a place to play. Yep. So, yep, agreed. And if they want to get more somewhere else, more power to them. Okay. Here's another tough one. Only six starts because it all depends on what defense you're in. Mike Hilton. Man, he's a tough one because, see, you're you got to tie him to the other one. Can't we just talk about them both? Okay, we'll go ahead and bring it up. We'll skip ahead and we'll bring it in here. And then we'll, when we get to him, we'll just mention it briefly. Um, Cam Sutton also had six starts. Yep. Any way you keep them both. I don't know if there's any way you can keep them both. I think it's going to be one or the other. That's why I wanted you to bring it up. Yes. And I'm not sure which I'm not sure which one 
Um, I really did like Sutton on the, you know, Sutton was sure that he could play on the outside. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I think you end up with one of the two. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. Um, I've got a follow-up question on this one. I think you try to keep one of the two. Here's the thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to probably make some people mad. I don't know that there's a, as, as big of a market for Mike Hilton as what people think. I know slot corners are making a lot of money, but Mike Hilton is a very different slot corner yes, he is. than anybody else out there. And I don't know how well Hilton's going to work outside of the Steelers. So therefore, I mean, you don't want to overpay as the Steelers because other people aren't, but and if he and if someone else thinks they want to try to use him like that, but Hilton is not a great cover guy. And what do you need I to know. do? So, so it's, right. So I'm almost like you. I see a lot of people on the live chat saying, you know, I'm trying Hilton, to keep Hilton, up. Hilton, sign Hilton, sign Hilton. Yeah, you know, a lot of this. But is it a better strategy to go ahead and get Sutton and then see where mm-hmm. things go with Hilton? Yeah. Um like what Ryan O'Toole said, he's like he said, gotta try to keep Hilton, that you at least do something to try to keep him. But I I don't know. A lot of this also depends on what your what your decisions are with Joe Hayden, Joe Hayden and Steve, Steven Nelson and their big right. contracts. Right. If one of the two of them go, then I think you gotta keep I think you gotta keep Sutton. Sutton. Correct. You know, and that's the thing. The Steelers were utilizing Mike Hilton in a way. That when you don't, I mean, he's basically like another linebacker. And basically, when he wasn't available, their defense was not the same. But you can't use him as the typical slot corner. So right. are other he people cover, he used him the way the Steelers did? Or are they going are they looking for a typical slot corner? I don't know. Right. You know, he he covered he covered short patterns and he blitzed. Yeah, and he was extremely and, good. And, and if they could get him trying to cover on a deep pattern, he it was obvious that he wasn't great. Yeah, I like that term, Lumberzack. Lumberzack ninety four. He says he's a slot backer. Yeah, I like yeah, that's what, he, what is. he is. That's what he is, and I like him. I like what he can do. I don't think the Steelers have anyone else that can do what he does. I just don't know that they can afford to keep him with what they're paying at the position otherwise, and he's never going to be an answer. At outside corner, he's only going to be in that role where yeah. Cam Sutton can play any of those roles. Correct. That's the tough decision. So I don't think we even have an answer for this. No, I have a follow-up, but, but I but I but I really wanted the two together because I really feel in some ways they're linked. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. Um, here's my question: If they lose both players. I know we don't want to hear this, Steelers Nation, but I'm asking. I'm asking because I think this is a good thing to think about. If the Steelers lose both players, who gets the bigger deal? Of the two of them, yeah, Sutton. I think if they lose them both, I wouldn't be shocked if Hilton would get the bigger deal because he's known as the slot corner, but Sutton would actually have a better a better chance outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 
Um, but that's a good question. I don't know if that'd be right or not. I'm just throwing it out there. I, you know, lot some guys, some are saying Sutton's are playing Hilton. Um, GS says nobody. Let's 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 work some magic and keep them both. Um, so you know, there there's not a good answer to this. It's a tough question that the Steelers have to do. Let's roll on because we still got some more of these. I don't know. We'll get to other questions this week. I might just have to throw a, a question like I did last week out to the live chat. At the end, like I did. Uh, Danny is Adora. Who? Who? The guy they signed off for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah, practice squad yeah. on the line. Um, hey, he's in Pittsburgh. Offer him a minimum to come to camp. You, you know, go. some of these guys are basically almost getting like futures contracts, if you know what I mean. Yes. But, but it's a little bit more because their years of service could be more than what those would be. Um, that's what I say with him. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked. Here's another one, very similar. Cassius Marsh. Man, I like the guy's motor when he was in there. Just didn't see a whole lot of him. Yeah. Yep. Liked him more on special teams. Not that he was terrible. I mean, think about that. The Steelers had to play Cassius Marsh a bunch on defense. Yeah. In the playoffs, you know? I mean, it's not like it's handing the ball off to – was it Ben Tate that they signed off the street to to, to, to come into the playoff game the one year yeah. when, when, mm-hmm. yeah, when they're dealing with injury, but yeah, once I think he's another minimum guy. You got Felicia. Felicia says by Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> Only coming from Felicia. Is yes. that, is that great? Hey yeah. Felicia. Okay. Um, so that's a guy that I could see at the Steelers. But it's not someone you want to pay no, more. Another than. another guy may be a camp body. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Another one to discuss. One 14 starts for Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, I'd love to bring him back. But we can't we can't pay him like we did Mr. Third and Fifth. But look, Mr. Third and Fifth and Heinz Ward are the only receivers that got second deals. You know, the Steelers don't sign their receivers to, to, to second deals very often, unless you're that transcendent guy. I think, I just think he's going to bring too much on the open market. That's what I worry about. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's the problem because why would someone pay, why would someone play in Pittsburgh for $8 million when they could go somewhere else and, make 14 and i mean some people are already projecting 17 million a season for the jets um so i could see them taking someone like juju one of these teams that's going to have a lot of space it's it's a high profile position and a high profile name i could see it i don't want to see it but from the just the notion of i like the young wide receiver group but i just don't think they can keep that one together so, yeah. And then a lot of people didn't like the dates on the logos and stuff either. So, but I wouldn't be shocked to see if they, if they at least try, but Hey, you know, the Steelers will try, but you're right. It, it, it's, it's less than 50% chance. He's back. The Steelers made a decent offer apparently last year to Javon Hargrave. It just wasn't enough to keep him from getting the money that he got in Philly. Yeah. So I could see that happening in there, but all, chances are, I just think he's going to get too much out. He can get too much elsewhere. We already talked about Cam Sutton, so we're yep. just going to leave it at that. We've got three left. 
Only player on the list to start every game in 2020. You know who it is? I'll tell you this. this I was going to maybe do this for my trivia on Thursday, but I'm not. He's start also the only years. player for the Steelers that played. And I mean, it doesn't count. I mean, special teams doesn't count or on either offense or defense that played every snap on the season. Played one player snap. played every snap. Hold on, man. One player played every snap on the season. Oh, that would be uh, Big Al. That would be Alejandro Villanueva. Yeah. What are you doing with Big Al? I wish I was sitting in his exit interview. Yeah. I would have, yeah. This would be easier if I knew what went on inside that exit interview. Remember, when we had Zach Bander on the offseason, he's like, you know, Al's not going to play forever. So there's, you know, Bander and Chooks are great friends. So they're, they were thinking there's going to be a time where we can both be playing. My question is, does Big Al know he's got no rush to retire because he's not holding the Steelers up from anything because he's not under contract? Right. Does he know that he's not playing anymore? And I'm wondering if he's waiting to see if other people are playing before he even thinks about what he does. Um, they had him um, on, was it PFFs? Um, I think so. Did their top 50 free agents. Mm-hmm. They had him ranked higher than Juju. They had him at 21 because they say, yeah, he's older. You just don't get starting left tackles in free agency. That's true. So, um, and it's so funny because everyone's like, oh, you did a, he was the highest rated, not just the highest rated offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm pretty sure by PFF. If I could remember when I said it on the preview, he was the highest rated offensive player for the Steelers this past season. I'll tell you if I was right or not. No, he was the third highest. He was the highest lineman. He was the third highest because the two players that were ranked just above him was Chase Claypool was the highest ranked offensive player by PFF for the Steelers. And number two was Mason Rudolph. Um, And then it was Big Al. And then it was Deontay Johnson. So, yeah, that's, that's the deal with Al. He doesn't have the wear and tear of the NFL on his body, but he, you know he did have wear and tear of the military on his body. So he he's uh, I you know I wish I knew kind of what he was thinking right now. Yeah, he would be the first to tell you he did not play as you know he no. did not play as well this season. Uh, he he. I don't think he'd, he'd be like, hey, you know, you were a little, you, you weren't quite at the same level you'd bet you were at the year before. Yeah. He'd probably tell you, yeah, that's true. I'm, I, I just didn't seem right. But you're like, well, how many sacks did he allow, as Ryan O'Toole was asking? Not many. Well, the Steelers didn't give up many. You yeah. Know, the Steelers yeah. gave up the fewest amount of sacks, and he's got generally the hardest assignment. Now, they also, something that Jeffrey Benedict likes to bring up is he's not the easiest guy to play next to just because he's a different style. And that was something that took filers from getting used to and things like that. Ramon Foster was great, a great guy to play next to him. So I don't know what to do with Al. I say, if I was going to, if I had to bet right now, I'm saying he's probably played his last game with the Steelers and might, and may have very well played his last game in the NFL. He might just call it very possible. So he's not he's not a stellar left tackle 
he's an adequate left tackle. Um, done a great job. I mean, this year, I mean, he had, what a find though. You got to admit, what a find. He he was, you know, <laughs> the year yeah. the year he came basically broke in with the Steelers was the year you uh Kyle and I used your season tickets to go to the preseason game against um Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember seeing him in person for the first time. And I just said to Kyle, whoa, that's yeah. a big dude. <laughs> yep. I mean, not big as in, in, in hulky, but Al, he was just so tall. Like he just dwarfed yeah. other guys in the huddle. Yep. yep. It's, it's, we'll, we'll say this and then I'm going to say something about what you said about dwarfing in the huddle. He says banner troops are just, this is what Donald Rollins says, are just younger, cheaper, faster options. With similar play, I you, you can't disagree with that. Um, love what he did. You said dwarfed him in the huddle. You know what I think of the old school um, footage of Andy Reid when he was doing the punt pass. Yeah. And he was this huge kid out there next to all these other little kids. Well, that was big out to everybody else. Well, look, it also didn't didn't help the fact that yeah. when the Steelers were getting in the huddle for that game, he was not standing near six foot five Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, but standing by much shorter than that uh, Michael Vick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah. Big Al, it just might be, you know, two, you know, 33, too far along. You know, chances are it's probably not going to happen because if he did want to play, he could probably make more money somewhere else. Somewhere else. Uh, we've got two left. Um, Avery Williamson. Four starts. Acquired via trade. Came in. Good thing they had him at times because he was like the only linebacker they had for a couple games. I think for him it really comes down to um, what else is going on in the, the position. Yeah. Um, if something would happen that the Steelers would part ways with Vince Williams, then maybe you see Avery Williamson instead. You know, maybe they use the savings that they would get off of V. Will to give to A. Williams. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm not going out and breaking the bank on the guy. I I don't know. I mean, the Steelers wanted to sign him when he was a free agent the last time and he went with the Jets. I just just don't know what they could afford. Um, If they could afford to keep him around cheap, that would be great, but I don't know that they can. So he's probably gone, but I mean – for what they they did, I mean that's well that wasn't even a draft pick this draft. It was it's the following year, okay. Right. So I understand what they did there. Last one, one start in week sixteen. Steelers gave up their fifth round pick in this coming draft, but gained another seventh round pick in doing so. Chris Wormley. I just don't think you're that we got much out of him. Yeah, like the guy, but something just didn't seem right. I would say he's probably done as a stealer. Yeah, um, especially if we can resign Alo Alo. And not yeah, I mean, I would I would take Alo Alo. I really expected Wormley to come in and get to play some more nose tackle, but really, 
you know, yep. was on IR. He he's, I mean, he I, he said he would need to bulk up to play nose tackle when we interviewed him. Uh, don't know what that was, but if he leaves and he signs somewhere for a decent bit, he would count towards the Steelers comp, yeah, rather than the Ravens now. So we don't have much time left. We're not going to be able to do questions this week. I'm really sorry. We're going to make sure we have time next week. Um, but we kind of dove into some of these pretty good. Um, that you were long winded at the beginning of the show. I was, I was, I know. Well, cause I was like, I don't know how much we have to talk to, but like some people were saying the Steelers kept an extra defensive lineman for most of the year. So it's not like they don't have people that could play there. Mondu over Wormley. There you go. Oh, good point. Yeah. So you have guys that you're going to have around. You're going to, you know, you've got Bugs, Davis, Mondu to go along with to it. And, and, um, Hayward. Hayward. The only question is, do you get Alo Alo back or not? Um, it's going to be crazy. So I'm going to ask you this question. Then I'm going to ask the live chat for them to do this. You're only, if, no explanation. I'm only going to read it. One name. One name from this list that you personally want to see signed that you think the Steelers will sign from these un, um, uh, I'm say undrafted free agents, unrestricted free agents. We're going to go ahead and throw in a Denier and McLeod because we don't think they'll get tenders. We think they'll end up being unrestricted free agents. Who's your one guy? I mean, are we just talking perfect world here, or are we or, realistically it's possible? If you are answering in the live chat now, you will not be brought up on the screen. You need to wait for me to to, to put it out there. I'm saying, yeah, I don't know. Who shares? <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to blow your mind because I'm thinking who saves good, who won't cost much. And we'll still offer something. If I had to pick one, you know, I'd love to say Juju. I'd love to say one of the corners. I'd love to say Bud. I'm going to say the most realistic, especially if I'm going to bet and say that this is almost bad. I'm going to say Tyson Alualu. Yeah, I bet they. That's a good pick because he was somebody I was considering too because I really like the way he played this year. Um, I think he's got another year or two of that. The they're, they're 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 chomping at the bit in the live oh, chat. For put it up here. there. I'll go, I, I like I like yours. Either that or um, if we can get Mike Hilton cheap enough, I would love to keep Hilton. There you go. So for everyone to put it in before you now see my comment out there, now I'll look at him. If it doesn't, <laughs> if it's if it's not, if it's more than just a name, I'm not going to bring it up. So we'll get Cree. He says Mike Hilton. Okay. Um, Steelers Pittsburgh is Juju. John says Bud. Donald Nolan says Bud. GS says Juju. Steeler Chick 46 says Hilton. Um, Chad says Spillane, but he's exclusive right, so we don't have to worry about him. Yep. Okay. Um, so I don't know if Kyle's was an answer or not. So it is. Um, he, okay. it was banner. Yeah. I'll agree. Yeah, I'll agree. Okay. Um, Dusk, Dusk Thunder says Mike Hilton. Um, Reginald says Sutton. I knew Jeffries. He said the man, Mike Hilton. Um, I know I told him he had to just say a name, but because he's on staff, he gets two extra words. Okay. Uh, Guy Rose says Juju. Lifelong fan says Bud. Derwin says Big Al. That's a, that's interesting. Uh, Mark says Dupree. 
Um, I'll say this one even – wait, I skipped. Uh, Javier says Hilton. Um, Felicia says Hilton. Lumberzak says Sutton. Hold on. T there was too much in there, Thaddeus, but I do like your thinking. Yeah. Okay. Because um, <laughs> he had said – yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, ben Harris says Juju. Lifelong says Dupree. And I'm skipping again because you guys are going out there. Um, I don't know. Should I bring up Ezra's that says – it says Mike Hilton. Um, Mr. Bergland says, Ber does it ever, I don't know. It says Sutton. Um, let's see. Chad said Sutton. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. We're getting a lot of people saying other stuff. Tyler W. says Dupree. It's funny. Perfect world was Dupree. I just don't see how they can afford it. Yeah, That's why I'm not going with Dupree because I really, <laughs> him and Juju, I don't know that it's realistic. I think it's possible, but I just don't think it's likely. Does that make sense? Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. It's yeah. just. Yeah. I want um, to see him in black and gold, but I just don't think there's any way we're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, Turk says Bud. John says Bud. Turk, I think he already said he got him again and said Bud. Sorry. Um, no, uh, Dwayne says Sutton. Um, did we get Rhino O'Toole that says Connor? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, um, I keep getting. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a laugh. I got I got to laugh at, at yeah. I got to laugh at Occam's Ox. Yeah, Occam's Ox. He says JJ White. JJ White. Uh, that's hilarious. That's funny. But yeah, that's a lot. Thank you all. I, we always like to do something like that. If we don't get the questions, we're going to do like we did with scores, and we're going to get something like that. The rapid fire. We do rapid like fire thing. It's kind of the thing that we do. But. um I'd say in the in the coming weeks we're slowly going to be able to slip into doing more of those questions like we were able to last off season. I think it's yes. just going to take us a couple of weeks to get there. Exactly, exactly. So now with the restricted free agents of adding a Denier and McLeod, do we say that we think we'll go to be unrestricted free agents because they won't be offered a tender? Tender. Yep. That's twenty one. Over under. People can put that out there, but I'm not going to be bringing it up. Over under. They bring back. 10. No, I knew that's the number you were going to set. Because <laughs> you know why? That's the number I'd have picked. So, I know. You couldn't give me 10 and a half so I could pick 10. So, over under 10. Um, can I give a good Dave answer? Sure. I'm going to give a Dave answer. If 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 we do not get back one Alvin Bud Dupree or Juju Smith Schuster, it will be over. Okay, but if you get one of them, it's got to make it go it's under. Going to be under. I, yes. that, I completely understand. You know what I'm going to say? If you count even bringing in during training camp before before week one of next season, I'm going to go over because I think uh, there's some guys in this list that you could see back with the Steelers, but not going to be right away. Yeah, we yeah we could get to nine and then see see a couple back in there during camp. So very Good interesting, part. very interesting. Lots of fun here. Lots of fun the second half. Sorry, I was trying to fill up more time in the first half in order to do that, and then we ended up taking a lot of time with these because they're fun. They're good. It's a lot to talk about. So, uh, anything you want to say here before I? I mean, I could give the quick rundown. Make sure you're tuning in behind the steel curtain. dot com, your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, and make sure you're checking out. 
all the podcasts, not just on YouTube and the and that are live on Facebook, but also the ones that are on our audio only pod podcast platform, which also has these on there as well. They're all on the audio platform. Uh, anything, any final, final thoughts, Rich, before we head out of here? Just to water. Someone asked what was in the cup. What's in the cup? Water. Okay, water's in the I've cup. I've had a very tickly, scratchy throat today, so I've had to have much water. There you go. So, hey, we'll uh, next week we'll be back. Don't know what our topic is. Not going to be able to set you up like we did this past week. We're going to see what else is covered on other shows. Hopefully have lots of good stuff to talk about, but it'll still be Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. Two brothers sharing their talk about Steelers. Can't wait. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.